going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. My mother is felling in heaven right now when you say that. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, Renaissance <laughs> man, surfing sculptor, smoother. <laughs> Gee, Lord have mercy. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Joe Button from New Jersey. Thanks, Zach. I would never know. <laughs> if you're listening for lyrics about New Jersey, this is one of my favorite songs where it actually mentions Jersey. This is from Bob Dylan about Reuben Carter, the hurricane, the boxing champion. And so Patty calls the cops. Reuben Carter actually got released from prison thanks to that song and Bob Dylan, Hot New Jersey Night. But being in the shadows of New York City, it forces you to be humble because you ain't from New York City. You're from Jersey. So if you want to stand out, you got to be strong, gifted, and work hard. And when I thought about that, I thought about Mike Trout. So listen to the story of my favorite baseball player, now that Derek Jeter retired. Mike Trout is my favorite baseball player, and here's why. Because he's from New Jersey. Welcome to Millville, New Jersey. It's a small town, about 45 miles south of Philadelphia. Like a lot of small towns, it has a lot of little things it's proud of. Its history, its traditions, and local haunts that somehow always feel like home. But folks in Millville can tell you something else, too. They can say that Mike Trout, maybe the best young player baseball has ever seen, comes from their town. That's right. If you hear Millville, everybody talks about Jim's Lunch. It's the best restaurant around, I think. Coffee shop. What's the special sauce? They won't tell you. The secret. Not even you know? No, I don't know. I don't even want to know, either. Because <laughs> I'll be home trying to make it, and it won't, it won't turn out good. When he comes in here, it's just like it was when he, he was in high school. From a humble guy coming in here to watching him on the big screen. And so many thousands, millions of people cheering for him. Money changes people, success changes people, and it has not changed him, not one bit. You heard the architect, Atmara Amon's daughter, say he was modest but courageous. The waitress at Jim's Lunch in Millville, New Jersey, talking about Mike Trout, using the word modest, superstar, strong. Same thing. New Jersey, humble but strong. You could just tell his talent level was head and shoulders above the rest of the people that were on that field. He was destined for something great on the baseball diamond. I thought I was an okay player until you meet a guy like Trout. That's Back out is Trout's it is caught! Oh, what a catch by Mike Trout! Kick him 
hit, hit for power, hit for average, and the way he runs, whew, I said, man, you have a little soul in you, you run like that, that's pretty fast. He's very strong. He has the football type of body that's able to look still graceful on a baseball diamond, whether it's stealing bases, whether it's tracking down fly balls. He can do it all, but the God-given talent, just like Kobe Bryant, isn't enough. He's also the hardest working guy. Doesn't take any of it for granted. Since arriving in the majors in 2011, he's won two MVPs, five silver sluggers, and made five all-star teams. But even if he's made it seem like he's a natural, those who've watched him closely will tell you his stories about hard work as much as anything else. You'll listen to, you'll hear now Mike Sosha, who was his manager for a while, talking about how hard he works. Even though he does these dazzling things, he's kind of a workmanlike guy. It might look like it comes easy to Mike. He's an incredible talent, but he works hard at his craft. You hear a lot of things about what you can improve on. You make a mental note in your head saying, I need to work on my arm. So you push yourself to make your arm better. He pushes himself. So now, at the incredibly still young age of 25, that combination of work ethic and otherworldly talent has shaped him into the best player in baseball and made it almost impossible not to talk about him in historical terms. I think what people don't understand is that he is Mickey Mantle. He is Willie Mays, Stan Musial, Ted Williams. Basically, you're talking a superstar level, a 10-win player. That's what Mike Trout has done for five straight years. He is an all-time great on the track of being one of the greatest players in the history of the sport. And back to the waitress in Jim's coffee shop, talking about how every kid in Millville, New Jersey, wants to be Mike Trout. It's in his blood. South Jersey and Cumberland County and Millville, it's, 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 it's in his blood. Absolutely. You see all, all these uh, kids today, and they all want to be another Mike Trout. Everybody in Millville wants to be a Mike Trout. Mm. Now you're going to hear Billy Bean. Remember they made that movie Moneyball about him. This guy knows baseball talent like Andrew Friedman for the Dodgers. Listen to him talking about that regretful <laughs> time he saw Mike Trout, ate at the coffee shop, and they didn't pick him. The longer I've been doing this job, the harder it is to get out and go see kids. I mean, especially, you know, a kid who lives in Millville, New Jersey, which, uh, by the way, is a flight cross-country to Philadelphia and about an hour-plus drive up to Millville, right? But our scouting staff kept telling us, hey, this kid, you got to go see this kid. So we take this cross-country flight. I remember that sandwich shop because it'll haunt me the rest of my life. And we go see the kid, and our scouting staff loved him. The thing that's amazing about that day was I believe he went 0 for 5, and I believe he popped up like four to five times. But you could tell he was an athletic kid. Now you'll hear the scout from the Angels, who unlike Billy Bean, said, we're taking him. Can you imagine? I'm talking about the greatest baseball player in my lifetime, the next Mickey Mantle, Mike Trout, and he's chosen 25th in the draft. 25th. This is like Tom Brady, the 199th pick in the draft. This is like... Steph Curry only getting a scholarship to go to Davidson. What is up with these guys who are so-called experts? But this scout from the Angels, he knew the intangible, the invisible it factor. He could see it. Greg Moorhart bragged on Mike the whole time. 
But the first time I ever saw him was a game in high school game in New Jersey. He got a base hit, and I told our scout that was with me, I said, let's go. We left in the fifth inning, and he said, why are we leaving? I said, well, we're going to take him if he's there, but he won't be there when we pick. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, the, the, he's got something about him, the it factor. But here's today's topic. When you're from Jersey, you're in the shadows of New York City. You're not in the spotlight. You want to play baseball? You better be from Texas. That's where the baseball players are. That's where the football players are. Or California. You're not from New Jersey. And that counted against him. When you're a player in New Jersey, you do know there's some bias against you. And as a result, there will always be a little bit of a, of a doubt about really how good you are, no matter what you do. Well, that kid looks really good, but, you know, he's doing it in Jersey. Well, let's see what happens if he played, you know, 40, 50, 60 games in high school in Texas. Yeah, it was tough because uh, you couldn't get recognized. A lot of people don't know about, you know, obviously Bill in New Jersey. Now you'll hear his teammate, Tory Hunter, who he really latched himself onto who's a great outfielder, talking about, I made a lot of great catches, but I couldn't see it because I was catching the ball. What I witnessed on this one day in 2012, playing the Baltimore Orioles, and it's typical for Mike Trout, as humbly as he is. It's the home runs, the base hits, stealing bases is great, but he prides himself on playing defense, catching the ball, something the Lakers, by the way, need to learn how to do. You want to be an athlete, you got to do this, the unsung stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff, robbing someone of a home run. More enjoyable to Mike Trout than actually hitting a home run. Not a lot of 20-year-olds not only perform well, but perform well in every aspect of the game that quickly. I don't think anybody, including Trout, thought he'd have the kind of year that he had in 2012. It was a season with almost too many Mike Trout highlights to count. But there was one signature moment that came to define his gifts more famously than any other. This one's at the center field and deep. Back out it is Trout. Back it goes. It is caught. Oh, what a catch by Mike Trout. Takes a home run away. What a play by the 20-year-old in center field. And you bet he's smiling. That was an unbelievable play. Now here's Torrey Hunter talking about it. And now you'll hear Mike Trout say, I'd rather catch and rob someone of a home run than hit one myself. That catch that he made in Baltimore, I was almost passed out because of the adrenaline that was in me, just watching him jump up and reach over that wall. Mike Trout with another spectacular grab! It was one of the greatest catches I've seen with my eyes. I've made some, and people say, oh, Torrey, that was an awesome catch, but I, hadn't, I didn't see it, you know? Just watching it, it was the greatest vision I've ever had. <laughs> I just try to catch everything in the outfit. I think it's better to rob a home run than hitting a home run. It's uh, it for years. <laughs> for me, this show to showcase being humble but being strong. The essence of what New Jersey is in the shadow of New York City. Otmar Amon, who built the George Washington Bridge connecting New York City to New Jersey, fought all kinds of odds to make it happen. And it's now the busiest bridge in the world. It's not covered by granite. You see the guts of it. You see the framework of the steel rising 600 feet above the Hudson River. It's an awesome bridge to behold. Two lanes. I mean, two levels. 14 lanes. 103 million cars in a single year. But he's in the background. 
doesn't want to have his picture taken, doesn't want to be in front. Same thing for Mike Trout. New Jersey, humble but strong. Mike Trout had an injury. He slid into second base, tore the ligament in his thumb, a gamekeeper's thumb, the ulnar collateral ligament in the thumb, which I'll explain. Same injury Chris Paul had. Drew Brees had to have it fixed. I'm going to explain with some clap revision. There's a stitch that we use that you have to learn as a surgeon to be able to sew a ligament. The clap revision will be spaghetti in a box, that clap dried revision. spaghetti. I'll explain what a Krakow stitch is, and you'll understand how we can repair ligaments and how Mike Trout's ligament in his thumb was repaired so he can grip a baseball at bat again. And I'll take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Didn't you get the memo? Quickly here, Clapper's crazy kitchen stories. Easily find different callers' aches and pain issues. Right, I get it. Search Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Who are you again? Voila! Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. 